welcome to Beckett Talks, the podcast from Leeds Beckett University. In these podcasts, we will be showcasing our diverse community of students and academics, touching on the important themes that surround universities today. In this series, Beckett Talks, Be Beckett Ready, we will give you advice and help on your journey to being a student with us. The episodes will cover everything from being the first in your family to go to university and looking at what our students' union can do for you once you get here. Leeds Beckett University is home to 11 academic schools. Today's episode focuses on the School of Social Sciences. Students here study any of the following courses. Psychology, Criminology, Sociology, Speech and Language Sciences, Politics and International Relations. The Leeds School of Social Sciences undertakes high quality research and teaching in these areas. They have a strong commitment to research-led teaching and to supporting the development of our students as critical, creative and capable individuals able to contribute to society as active and enterprising citizens and pursue a successful career. Their research work addresses key issues of public concern and aims to make a difference to the lives of people and communities. Many of our academic staff were submitted in the 2014 research assessment exercise and were recognised as producing world leading, internationally excellent and internationally recognised research. Joining us today, we have Robert, also known as Bob, studying psychology and just finishing his second year, and Lucy MacDonald, studying sociology, also just finishing her second year. So we're looking at the School of Social Sciences, and it might seem like a long time ago. Take back to the first day that you joined Leeds Beckett, when you've had the long summer, you've come in for your first freshers week, and you get to walk into the school on your first day. Well, I guess arriving to a new environment was the most pressurising thing and meeting new people, new air. Uh, staff and tutor members it was just um that was the only thing which I found nerve-wracking to be honest but it was quickly uh, resolved just because I got I was just settled in really well after the first day really. So where did you study before you joined Leeds Beckett? Beverly Grammar School, Beverly High School Joint Sixth Form. So just physically what was it like what's the big differences going from Beverly to Leeds Beckett and obviously you're in the city centre campus as well so just describe to us what the, the buildings are like what was it like when you physically walked in? There was a major contrast just because my town's uh, Beverly Grammar School High School is in quite a small town where I live. So moving to a big city was a bit more daunting. And in terms of like campuses, Grammar School High School, um, their campuses was more connected to the school, whereas the Lees Beckett campuses are more spread, one in the city centre and then there's the um, small campus in Headingley. So it was a lot larger buildings and areas to uh, get around, especially when you've got uh, subjects or societies on different uh, campuses, I'd say. So I'd say that was the main difference. But in terms of um, making my way around, um, I actually thought that uh, getting around um, the university campuses were much easier, to be honest. Even though um, my uh, schools were uh, much smaller than the university campuses, I just found like making my way to different rooms was a bit more uh, confusing. Whereas with Leeds Beckett's, um, it's much more easier, I thought. The Leeds Beckett City Centre, we're actually in the north end of the city centre. It's quite easy, you can get up from one side to the other walking in about half an hour, but most of our buildings are around one junction in the north end of town. So it's whilst we're a big university, we have lots of facilities, it is very easy to navigate. So Lucy, what about yourself? What was your first day like? My first day was really exciting. I'm from Lincoln, which is also a small town. So walking into Leeds City Campus for my accommodation was a uh, daunting, and I, I really remember that moment. And, but when I did um, 
asked for help and find the room I needed to go to, I soon realised that many people around me had similar interests, much more than the people I studied with at A-level. And just talking about the subject with other people, like quickly made course mates within like the first week. And then doing the icebreakers that were related to sociology were really interesting because you got to know people on a sort of deeper, more academic level. What about your academics? What were your first initial thoughts of the academics when you turned up? I thought they seemed very smart. (laughs) obviously and um, very clever which was quite intimidating but they were really kind as well so I obviously felt like they were inspirations to me because I thought these are such kind caring people but they know so much and I thought I've got I've got a lot to learn from them and they were really and now looking how um, close I am to them now um, and they all know all our names and when I contrast to when I first met them to now they've helped me so much it was quite a daunting at first but now it's nice to see that we're really close really. Natalia who is our course director she has been really helpful to me and she's um, focuses on areas of study that I've really enjoyed such as like feminism and um, gender studies. She's the one I email quite a lot who helps me a lot on the course and um, she's one to look out for I'd say. What about you Bob? Uh, Are there any particular lectures you've had for more modules than others or modules you've preferred? Honestly uh, I've found that all the lectures I've had have been really um, supportive and gave as much detail as possible for my uh, course. I remember Jason I think he's been the most supportive just because um Picking out uh, one example, it was around uh, my second assessment, but it was in my um, first semester of second year. Because of um, uh, everything going on with the virus going on right now, uh, it was just a case of it was a lot more difficult to get uh, the, the assessment done and get the data on, just because um, there were aspects of it where I needed to uh, come to the university campus, but that really wasn't possible. He was just so supportive and uh, gave me so many alternative options on how to uh, complete my assessment. And I just feel like... Um, the amount of support he gave me was uh, really helpful. The module was individual difference and work behaviour. That was uh, the module he helped me most with. Psychology and sociology, most of these you have your first year kind of laid out for you and your, your module set up. But as you then go into your second and third year, you have more ownership over the subject areas of where you have your, your specialisms and what you're interested in. So what kind of route are you taking now then, Bob? What, what kind of modules will you be hoping to take up next year and hopefully work on for your dissertation? The main modules, which um, we actually selected um, a few um, months ago, my main module I wanted to select was um, criminology. After my third year, once I've completed my final year psychology and my final year project, I want to maybe do another four years of university doing um, criminology. So um, I just thought breaking it in uh, during third year would be great experience for uh, potentially if I decide to choose it uh, another four years after my third year. But um, regarding uh, next year and my final year project, we recently were given um, numerous choices about uh, different topics and different uh, potential research questions uh, we could um, complete for our final year project. Like, there's quite a few to uh, list off just because w- when we received it, it was about 120 pages of so much information. When I received it, I was it was a lot to process, I think. But um, it was really set in stone. I couldn't like pick one out uh, just off the top of my head just because there were so much to choose from. But I think that was uh, really good just because the amount of options which were open, especially for the final year, the, the big one, like this is the one which matters in the final project. I feel like it was so good having um, so many options for uh, the final project, I think. Great to hear. And what about yourself, Lucy? So I'm going down the digital side of sociology. So this year I chose a module called Digital Societies, which is run by Chris Hill. That looks into how sort of social media is impacting our life and society and changing the way we adapt to it as a society and how fast it is sort of going forward. I've recently picked my modules for next year. Hopefully I get them. And the one that I've led on from that is called Tech Technologies, Health and Bodies. And that's leading from this 
past module in second year and progressing it because in my dissertation I'm hoping to look at social media and the impact it has on plastic surgery so looking at the advancement in technology with plastic surgery and how it's promoted through social media that module focuses so much on what my dissertation wants to look at looking at all these routes you can take there's so many opportunities I didn't know it in second year that was what I wanted to do in third year but after taking that module it's come really clear and it just fell into place that that's what I want to study and do my 10,000 words um, dissertation on so having all these options has made it really helpful and Chris is another great lecturer I would like to say that as well. <laughs> it's great to hear that because again there are other course areas within the school things like speech and language therapy they are obviously very much career driven you're, you're looking for a particular role you know that's what you're going to be doing whereas within the psychology and so- sociology there's so many different disciplines and specialisms you can go into it's, it's, it's this huge huge number a bit like yourself Bob you know that route that you're planning already for the career. Whereas yeah. other students, and I was very similar when I went to university, I wasn't entirely sure which area I wanted to specialise in. So actually, it's, those are the kind of courses which give you the wider scope in your first and second year to explore those areas, to get little tasters of the different disciplines before you now go into your third year to specialise there. Any modules you've actually found a little bit more tricky? Advanced research methods I've recently done for um, this year, and it was just it was divided for my second semester between um, two different modules being quantitative and qualitative, and it was uh, all grouped together. So to form um, three assessments which we needed to complete and I just found that really um, not necessarily difficult it was just complicated because with um, dealing with uh, advanced research methods you need to focus more on the data and understanding what the data means and how to interpret it and how to um, put it into like a, a graph form or a table form and I feel like that was um, that was probably the most difficult aspect of the year I've had so far. It is just uh, one of those things where it's a pain to deal with, but it is uh, quite necessary to um, to really um, give you an insight into what uh, your potential career paths could be for the future or what um, plans you may have for beyond university. So I completely agree with you. Like It is a hassle to deal with, but well, in most ways, it is really necessary, I think. For a lot of students that are joining, as you say, within the social sciences, research and stats are the backbone of everything you're going to be doing. So some students do find that a bit intimidating almost when they join. Were you aware of how heavily involved you'll be in research and stats? And was your capability within the maths area an appropriate level when you joined? Has it been easier, harder? Have you found it? It was quite heavy when I came to university just because I didn't realise that it could be interpreted in so many ways and it could be put in so many formats. With the um, numerical data, I feel like at university it is just one of those things where it looks daunting when you first uh, look at it but once you actually get into it and understand what uh, the data means it is easy to interpret and that then carries on into future research uh, statistical data you uh, tackle in the future it's just uh, initially uh, getting over the, the just the feeling of this just looks really complicated when in reality it is complicated I'll give you that but is something which you can understand once you um, have a bit of practice at it. And what about yourself, Lucy? Yeah, I would agree. The thing is, yeah, it's a shame. It's a fundamental part of it. And I think I always think about it as the way the social sciences sort of like have an impact on the world. They need to have some source of statistics the theory side and that's what makes them um, you know important in deciding social policy or using in you know government statistics you sort of need to have that side to social sciences and I think if you want to pursue as being a researcher or academic you need to have the, the statistical side so we do need to learn it when you study these modules you also have the theory sides and the other modules on at the same time so I always think yeah you can you can balance it out but one other thing I think people don't realize or is tricky about the subject is maybe how much reading you have to do many people don't set aside time for reading um, which is actually really beneficial for these social sciences um, when lots of time you 
you do have to analyze and compare um, theories and you, you're not going to know these theories and often seminars you have to come in prepared and we discuss readings and this also helps with our writing skills because sociology is highly writing based and you know that comes from you you know writing your assessments and essays so it's very beneficial to read because that that really helps you yourself as a writer so I would say any tips for any people starting out would be just set a little time aside for reading Excellent. So it's about finding your own writing style as well, because you're writing long form essays now. So it's not necessarily the short things that you would have done for your assessments in A-levels. Mostly your assessments now, if you're writing coursework, can be, what, two to five thousand words per report. Yep. So where else did you go to get a bit of support to help create that writing style? I would say um, just, well, the library obviously is, is a great place for that. And lots of people have academic librarian um, and they really help many people don't know about this person but they really help and they're different from your lecturer and they'll go help you find sources read over stuff that you've wrote they're really knowledgeable in all areas of sort of social sciences so that's one thing you can do also the library hold workshops that you can go to they sort of help with all different things like referencing is a big thing you don't know there's a big thing when you come to university also how to find sources online, all these different skills you need to sort of write academically and at a university standard. What are your assessments now? What form do they take? And how did you find them when you moved on from your level three? So all the assessments now for sociology, um, they, they have no exams. So that's, that's really um, a beneficial thing. So moving on from A-level, you have to sort of adapt different writing styles because obviously a report and an essay are very different types of writing in year two I can when I read back on my first year essays I'm just like oh dear um but it's, it's nice to see how much I've improved and you don't see it at the time and you think you're writing to the best but now it's quite nice to look at and these it just comes over time so how are you assessed now on your current course well um with our a levels it was a simple case of um We'd take two or three um, examinations, depending on uh, the amount of uh, topics we had on our um, on our module. With uh, those, it was a case of they well, they ranged from two mark questions to all the way up to sixteen mark questions. So it was kind of a mixed bag of what you you could get. With them, um, university now it's divided between you get fifty percent of your mark is based on assessments, and the other fifty percent is based on um, your exams. And exams pretty much follow the same format as A levels. So uh, m- mostly uh, they're multiple choice questions which are easy enough to deal with and also uh, short answer questions which nothing too different from a level with them um, assessments it's a bit more difficult they tend to stay in the same format so you, it'll be divided between for example an introduction a procedure section results uh, and conclusion for pretty much all of the um, different uh, topics and modules i feel like the thing which makes them a lot more difficult than uh, a levels is the fact that you need to find your own references and find your own research outside of the lecture slides and the, the information that the tutors and uh, lecturers have given you, which is it's difficult, but it is something which with a bit of practice, it does uh, come back to you. It's not uh, too bad. Like once you've done your first assessment, you just get into that mindset. This is something I've done before. I can tackle it again. So you have the Portland building, which is part of our city centre campus. Most of the social sciences are on the ninth floor. So you get left straight up. You've got amazing views that look all over Leeds. But when you're up there, can you talk us through some of the facilities, some of the rooms, some of the specialist equipment you've got at your disposal? The amount of facilities which um, are at the university, there's much more than I was expecting first going there, just because um, with um, A-levels, it was more um, written work and theory work, which we'd delve into and uh, 
if we were to practice theories or um, certain studies, they wouldn't use particular machinery or a lot of technical equipment which would be required for that particular theory. But coming to university, I feel like there is just so much more equipment. Like the studies we've been able to delve into, um, I remember I've taken part in an MRI test, an eye tracker test, so many tests where you just get uh, so many pads stuck to your face and they just track your brain activity. It's, it's, it's just unreal the amount of equipment and the uh, facilities that they have just because better understanding of how the um, theory which you're uh, learning about works and what kind of research has been done for it. So I feel like the facilities at university are so much more advanced that um, I just feel like it's just such a good way to um, learn and get the uh, lecturer's point across to the students. Was that a lot of final year students doing their dissertation as well? Did you take part in many of their research activities? Uh, yeah, online there's a forum called um, SONA and it basically allows you to take part in studies which go on across the whole of um, the two campuses. Like people from um, older years or um, tutors or lecturers will be will put on um, studies onto this SONA system and if you want to take part in it you uh, you'll get um, SONA points which is required for um, psychology students at least or um, actual um, money which is a good incentive I think. It, it's just such a good way to actually take part in a study and fit and it just gives you a first-hand experience of what it's like to be an actual participant in a study. So if you're a first year taking part in these research areas it gives you an idea of again what facilities and equipment is around that you might get to come your second third year. Oh uh, yeah it is a good way to be introduced to the subject as well if um, you're not really fully comfortable or understand it. What other learning do they do that isn't just your typical lecture room and your textbook? We also have lots of assessments that are um, group assessments and group presentations. One of the technologies that we've used in our, my group have actually been, you didn't have to use it, but when we were practicing these group presentations, um, we would often go to the library, get one of the cameras, film each other when we're practicing, and then you watch it back. It's a really good way to see what you're doing wrong, what's going right. It gives you that sense of this is being recorded now. That's sort of like an audience and um, we got a first for that group presentation. The library offers all these amazing equipments, GoPros, tripods. We don't, obviously don't do filmmaking but we, we're free to use this technology to help us improve. They're really amazing quality you think. Just to be using these you can adapt. We're used to writing, uh, we're not used to presenting and having to present is um, it's really useful uh, um, to have alongside writing skills. What would you want to say directly to the students who are just starting now? It's rewarding in the end just to know that all the work that you've put in it's is paid off. That, that's the main thing I'd put across. It can be more daunting uh, coming to a new environment I'd say like being presented with a lot more work and a lot more independence I'd say especially for um, your age arriving at university. In the end it is just such a rewarding feeling to get a uh, this type of work done and it, may, it makes you feel like you're actually in the adult world now. Lucy what about yourself any advice you'd give to, to the new inbound students? I'd say something that my lecturer said so if he already hasn't said this Darren um, to the new students this is what I would say university is like um, a gym pass to amazing uni all this amazing gym equipment but just because you have the gym pass doesn't mean you're going to succeed so you have to um, <laughs> you have to go go to the gym and use all the things and do things that are a bit scary and you know they're a bit of a risk taking and using you know equipment or facilities that is a bit scary at first but then when when you do put all that um effort in and all that time it, it's you get big re rewards basically so that's what he said when we first came and I, that stuck with me because I thought I'm paying you know or you, you, you're getting this loan out you're spending a, um, a big amount of money 
but you have to be active with yourself so and that is rewarding as well so it is, it is about getting independence sort of learning and growing very quickly you know you, you're really going to have amazing amazing time what would be the one piece of advice you'd give yourself be more outgoing for me I'd say it's just because um when I first came to university I thought that it was going to be a lot more um cost and content heavy so I tended to focus more on uh, the academic side of my um university experience stay stay at my accommodation get the work done get it submitted on time and excel as much as I can in, on my topics but that meant that I was missing out on um the social aspect of uh, university just because um because I was keeping to myself and just uh, staying home getting all the work done I didn't join as many um societies as I would have liked to or if I could go back I'd have just um I'd have kept that balance much better like yeah it is pretty much a balance between uni life and social life is trying to keep those in balance and I feel like I put more pressure on the um work part of my um university experience so I just feel like joining more societies and making so many more friends just because since you are coming to university if you did like um A levels or went to college you kind of known uh, a lot of people that come to university it's like people from all across the country and even outside of the country come into one place so it is a, such a good uh, opportunity to make so many more friends from all across the uh, country I'd say. Difficult balancing act but but well done for being on the, the what I would arguably say is the right side of that balancing act it's too easy yeah. to go to the other side and not keep up with your work it is important that you do that one so so well done for that one what about yourself Lucy? I would say to make sure you're, you're researching everything to do with the university life from if you're saying an accommodation to the course modules. Luckily, my mum did a lot of that for me. <laughs> but and now I've, I'm very thankful for her, for her, but I understand that lots of people might go to university and haven't researched properly. And then that's when things, you know, course mates have said to me, oh, I wish I knew we were studying this. Or I wish I knew we were on city campus. So like, luckily things have fell into place with me and I was, I was quite good. But in that sense but I know lots of people who, the reason why they might not have enjoyed university is because they didn't research enough and most things are online now so it's not hard to sort of you know have a find a simple answer to a question that you might be asking and all these facilities we have on our website speak to a student will be really beneficial. Um, I, I just quickly want to say that um, the support you, uh, especially Leeds Beckett provides is really good I, I don't know in in comparison to other universities but I know I also want to um, talk about the um, just briefly the um, uh, Leeds Beckett Student Union like they, they, I've found them to be really supportive with so many aspects of um, a student's uni life, such as financial aspects, coursework, um, just everything, really. So I just feel like um, that's something which is an important point to get across. That's it. If you haven't listened in already, then if you head back to Be Beckett Ready, episode five, we get to chat to uh, Sherry Iqbal and Barbara Pereira about some of the work that the student union do. They are an amazing resource. They're amazing people. There's a lots of activities. So absolutely, it's a great opportunity to get involved with them. I would just like to say similar. I, I don't know about you, Rob, but I'm a course rep and that's um, done through the, the Students' Union. That's a really good way to get involved with your um, course. If you want to make change or you think something's going well or not going well, you get to speak to the students on your course and report it back to people in charge and say, you know, I like this, I do not like this. And that's how the exam got actually taken out of our course. And if you are a bit um, politically minded it's one way you know show that and do that as a hobby through university and it looks great on a cv both of you thank you so much for joining me today all the best in your module selections and look forward to seeing you back on campus in september thank you thank you thank you for listening to be beckett ready we do hope you've enjoyed this episode 
If you would like to find out more, including upcoming dates for our open days, please check our website leadsbeckett.ac.uk or follow the link in the description.